Welcome to BrainStuff, a production of iHeartRadio. Hey, BrainStuff, Lauren Vogelbaum here. Mortgage forbearance is a temporary pause or reduction in monthly mortgage payments for a homeowner who's experiencing financial hardship. It's not loan forgiveness. The deferred payments do need to be repaid at some point. But mortgage forbearance can be a lifeline for homeowners who unexpectedly lose their job or experience losses from a natural disaster, including the COVID-19 pandemic. We spoke with Chuck Croct, Director of Loan Servicing for the Idaho Housing and Finance Association, which offers free loan counseling to struggling borrowers. He explained that the key to avoiding foreclosure during a financial crisis is to ask for help immediately. He said, That's the best advice I can give to anyone. The second anyone has any sort of trouble, they need to call their mortgage servicer or lender or a loan counselor. Time is of the essence because if you're able to stay current on your mortgage payments, not only will your lender be more open to forbearance, but your credit also won't take a hit. During forbearance, paused payments are not reported to the credit agencies as delinquent as long as you were on time with your previous monthly payments. Cracked said, It's designed to provide payment relief during a short-term financial difficulty. In non-pandemic times, forbearance plans are typically offered as a way to keep borrowers in their homes during a period of unemployment or recovery from a natural disaster like a hurricane or wildfire. The terms of a forbearance agreement depend on the borrower's specific financial situation, so lenders typically ask for financial records like monthly income and expenses. Sometimes the mortgage payment is reduced, and other times it's suspended entirely. Croft says that the typical length of forbearance runs from three months to a year. Mortgage forbearance is a temporary solution to financial hardship, not a long-term fix. Once a borrower is back on their financial feet, Croft says that there are three standard options for repaying a foreborn mortgage. First, it can be tacked on to the end. Many lenders will allow homeowners to move all deferred payments to the end of the mortgage. But think of it as a no-interest second loan that's repaid either when the house is sold or when the original mortgage is fully repaid. As a second option, it can be added to your monthly payment. This lets you slowly repay the deferred amount as a small increase in your remaining monthly mortgage payments. For the third option, it can be paid off in one lump sum. While this option is less common, Some borrowers pay off the full amount of deferred mortgage payments immediately after the forbearance period ends. Forbearance is a smart option for both borrowers and lenders. For borrowers, the biggest plus is perhaps obviously that it offers a temporary break from monthly mortgage payments without adversely affecting their credit. Forbearance gives them much needed time to find a new job or recover from a disaster without technically missing a payment. And according to Croct, That forbearance is a good deal for banks and mortgage lenders too, even if it means a reduction or pause in payments, because anything is better than foreclosure. He said, the foreclosure process really doesn't benefit anybody. It's very costly to go through foreclosure. The alternative is retention, keeping somebody in their home, which is the best option. The main drawback to forbearance would be that if you have trouble paying the mortgage in general, then at some point, those payments are going to come due. Before the COVID-19 pandemic, a few states had created forbearance programs to provide temporary mortgage relief, for example, after a storm like Hurricane Harvey in 2017. But the incredible job losses caused by the pandemic 
22.2 million new unemployment claims in March and April of 2020 alone required a whole new level of emergency mortgage assistance. Under the CARES Act, homeowners affected by the pandemic are automatically granted mortgage forbearance for 180 days, with an option for extending for an additional 180 days if needed. A correct says that the biggest difference between the forbearance options authorized by the CARES Act and regular forbearance plans is how simple and streamlined the process is for obtaining them. Usually, a lender or mortgage servicer will require financial statements and records before extending an offer of forbearance, but not under the CARES Act. Krucht said, all that's required is for the borrower to call the mortgage company and say that they've been affected. At that point, the mortgage servicer or lender will put them on a forbearance plan, no questions asked, and no financial information required. The repayment options under the CARES Act are the same as regular forbearance agreements. According to one report from October of 2020, an estimated 3.6 million households, or 6.8% of all active mortgages in the United States, were in COVID-19-related forbearance. But what if forbearance isn't enough? A forbearance is meant to be a short-term pause in mortgage payments while a borrower gets back on their feet. And so what happens if the forbearance period is set to expire and the financial situation has not improved? Foreclosure is always a possibility, but as Croft says, lenders have their own reasons for wanting to keep borrowers in their homes and will only turn to foreclosure as a last resort. And in response to the pandemic, the Federal Housing Finance Agency has extended its foreclosure moratorium for all homes with federally backed loans, that is Fannie Mae and Freddie Mac, until at least December 31st of 2020. Croct explains that the best advice is to call your lender or a loan counselor as soon as you realize that you may have difficulty making payments when the forbearance period ends. You can find a free or low-cost loan counselor in your area by going to consumerfinance.gov. At that point, the best option for you and your lender is to make adjustments to your mortgage that make payments more affordable, either by refinancing the mortgage at a lower interest rate or creating some kind of customized payment plan that better fits your budget. Today's episode was written by Dave Ruse and produced by Tyler Klang. For more on this and lots of other curious topics, visit HowStuffWorks.com. BrainStuff is a production of iHeartRadio. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows. Listener.